Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. You're self-aware now. You hear that? It's probably an update. beautiful listeners welcome back inside the sound this is michael and this is ryan and we are super super excited to have a very special guest on with us today would you be so kind as to introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners yes hello thanks for the invitation and my name is luana dameto i'm the drummer for crypta awesome crypta I will start by saying that you guys absolutely kick ass. Well, thank you. Yeah, Crypto, (laughs) what you guys are doing is, what you ladies are doing is, is very, very unique. And I like, I like where it's gone so far. So. Well, that's nice to hear. We didn't try to make anything that sounds new or innovative in any way we're just trying to play death metal you know but it's great that people think that we're doing something slightly different mm. slightly different yeah it, it comes off well you know everyone has their own style and it yeah comes through especially when you get a new group of musicians together um luana could you talk a little bit about why you started playing music were were the drums your first instrument what made you want to start playing music it was my first instrument but I very much started randomly like I didn't have any reasons to start playing an instrument or to play music or anything I was just like 12 years old and I had nothing to do at home I had no friends because I live in a small small city computer all day long um so I decided chatting with other people online that are uh, like a cousin of the cousin of the cousin of the friend that was talking to me online, played drums. And I was just like, well, that, that sounds cool. That sounds cool. The dude has a drum kit. He plays drums. All right. I don't even know him, but I know he's a cool guy probably because he plays drums. So from that, I wanted to play drums. I just wanted to do this because it sounded cool and I had nothing else to do. So yeah, then I bothered my parents for like a year or so. Uh, till I convinced them to pay for a drum kit. And you had one set up at home then? Uh, sorry? Drum kit at home? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had one practiced? on my living room, yeah, in, oh, in an room. apartment. That, great. That's great. So, yeah, all my neighbors cool. love me still. Yeah. Ah. That's, yeah, the thing about the drums, you get, it's, unless they're, electronic it's like you don't everyone's gonna hear it yeah 
uh, to, <laughs> to get right. to the level of intensity that I hear you play. <laughs> like, I'm sure you needed time to figure out how the heck to get. Well, I mean, honestly, that 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 snare hit the uh, speed is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> like, oh, I, nice. that takes Thanks. time to get there. Yeah, my my neighbors. Uh, well, there's a gas station in front of my uh, apartment building. Uh -huh. And they, they used to say that they kind of heard me progressing on the drums because, well, they, they heard me the very first time and they are still listening to me nowadays. So <laughs> they, 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 are, uh, they don't even understand music or metal, but <laughs> yeah, they, they see the progression. Oh, the one That's is getting cool. better. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, was metal, did you always want to play metal? Is that like the first thing you heard being played on the drums? Uh, I wouldn't say the first thing, but when I was 12, it was the thing that I was starting to listen to. So, yeah, it, it went well with the drums, together with the drums, uh, metal and drums. Uh, but, yeah, I listened to metal first time you know, on MTV because there were still some music videos going on, like Sleep, you know, and, and many new metal bands that were mm. famous at the time. So that was I. that was what I listen for metal first time that i had contact with it let's see you know i do have to ask you this this is a bit of a side note here but we watched a behind the scenes making of the video your last video and it looked like you guys were out in a jungle somewhere dragging a coffin with a chain yeah how did what were you thinking when you were yanking that coffin with a chain out in the middle of a forest somewhere a jungle that looked um, well um what were we thinking of um <laughs> well i can say what i was thinking of i think all of us were thinking that the coughing was too much for us like too extremely fucking heavy the guys that <laughs> They didn't the seem guys to care. Made, the people on set didn't seem to care about that at all. That's the thing. Like the coffins were made, especially for the music video, because we needed like some special coffins, like with uh, holes in certain places to put cameras, so we would have the shots from inside the coffin, and oh. you know, an extra one just to burn, and um, one each, so we could drag in the scenes that we had. Like like. There was many coffins. There, there was more coffins than the four of us needed. Wow, that sounds but, interesting. Yeah. And the guys needed to make the coffins, so they they made all of them. And when they were trying the coffins, they were like, there there was some huge dudes trying the coffins, try to drag the coffins in the places that they made it. So for them, it was fine, but they kind of forgot that we were like, well much lighter and much smaller so <laughs> when the coffins arrive we just try to to give a little push to feel it you know to see what we would be dealing with in the scenes right. and we could absolutely not move it forward like not ab absolutely not That's so then great. for for many scenes we had a guy that um tied the coffin on a rope and he was just behind the scenes pushing with me so I could at least pretend that I was pushing while someone else was making all the effort. And for one scene, we needed to actually push the coffins ourselves. But then the grass was kind of wet. So it slided a bit. Otherwise, it wouldn't. Like, we, we got all fucked up after the music video. Our, our shoulder <laughs> really? was, like, all swallowing. Yeah, great. all swallowing and, and red. And, 
yeah, yeah, we needed to recover in the next day. Our, our arm wasn't working as well. Man, yeah, it didn't seem like the it didn't seem like the people on set cared much about that. You know, they just wanted <laughs> you to to pick that thing up and just power through it. You know, they they tried their best to to make it a good experience, but it was hard because the coffin was really heavy. But we had some. <laughs> I love the idea that there what? were like twenty coffins on set there. <laughs> <laughs> lots of coffins for yeah. the scene that's hilarious. well it turned well, out turned out awesome so it, it thanks, was worth thanks. it you know but we had some phone on our shoulders oh okay yeah <laughs> some cubes of foam big piece of foam huh foam. yeah <laughs> yeah it's funny like when you decide to be a musician like when you decided to play drums and you're like i'm gonna play metal or i'm gonna play rock you probably don't picture yourself in a jungle carrying a coffin <laughs> through the jungle with a giant chain on your shoulder you probably weren't thinking about that right uh well i thought exactly what you said now when i was in the jungle carrying the coffin that like when i started i absolutely didn't imagine myself doing this uh <laughs> especially special on, on a scene that we did in the second day of recording that we needed to like pretend that we were flying or like falling and the guys hanged us with a vest, you know, in a, like a metal cable and with a fang under us to, to make it look like we were like, oh, oh and wow. I was just like hanging there, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I definitely thought about this like, damn, I just started playing drums and now I'm here hanging, you know, <laughs> vest. What did it feel like when you saw the finished video after doing all that? really cool really cool yeah. we we had the chance of um choosing some scenes that we wanted and and some others of course the, the director chose himself because he he thought it was best but pretty cool like uh i don't think i will ever have an experience like that one uh, again it was a very high production uh with very high-end equipment that uh, we could never afford ourselves if we wanted to it was a gift from the director oh cool i apologize for that there was a sneeze that was right. slowly trying to work its way out you feeling better uh, i don't know there might be another one on the way but okay okay do you want a little time uh, do you, do you know, is there a break? sneeze button you on that board last, that fancy board that this, you're see this one right here if you just turn yes. that down that see see that one right there that's yours Oh, That's your okay, okay. So you can mute yourself if you want to. You, you told me not to touch it. Sorry, I have to do this. Sorry, Luana. You yeah, see what yeah, anyway, you see these just little by little that he does here. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> well, that's, it turned out really well. Yeah, I mean, it really. It the video is cool. It's really cool. The song's cool. <laughs> like if you yeah. guys haven't seen it already, you just go check out the the videos from from the ashes. I think is the song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 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 rad. It's cool. So. I always wondered about that, like the other aspect. You're not just always playing the drums. You got you have to do things like this, talk to <laughs> two strange Americans that you, across the world, you know, doing videos and all this stuff. How do you do you mind doing that side of the business or is it kind of hard sometimes? I think it's really nice. Um, I, I must admit, when the interviews start at six in the afternoon, I like it very much. It's fine. It's all good. But when it's too early and I have to wake up for the interview, I get a little, oh, no, I, I, I wish I, I didn't have this stuff to do. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fine. It's pretty fine. Uh, I, I would say recording music videos and doing all this 
different things that I imagined that I would be doing as a musician is even cooler than just being a musician because I, I don't know uh, what other kind of job would give me the opportunity of being dragging coffins in the jungle or <laughs> hanging around in metal cables and dealing with fire, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, anytime you get to set something on fire, that's that's always fun. I have to admit that it's it's true, yeah. It's yeah, part it's, of the job, though. You know? Part of the job. It's part of the job, Part yeah. of the job. Uh, taking a couple of steps back, do you remember who your first the first drummer that you saw play or that you heard that really inspired you just their style or something about their style of playing in general. Yeah. Um, first metal drummer that I have ever seen, I think it was Joey Jordison from Slipknot because okay. when I was, yeah, when I was 12, Slipknot was playing like all the time on MTV for their album. All hope is gone. They were promoting it at the time. So it was the first contact with a metal drummer that I had. I, I haven't seen a metal drummer playing many, many years after that, because while well, I live in a small city, there's no metal gigs here, neither around here, uh, or anyone that, that likes it or plays it. So yeah, I kept listening to him and looking at his videos for many years while I was learning. So it was basically why I started to, why I kept doing it. Because I, I mean, I started randomly, but why would I keep doing it? Then I found this guy and I was just like, oh, all right, I could really take my time and learn this and maybe someday, you know, play something like that. And then I kept going. Yeah. Did you did you teach yourself for the most part? Uh, no, absolutely not. Uh, I think I wouldn't have the discipline uh, if I was just trying by myself I had teachers always had them so like uh, first I had a teacher that played play like something like country my country it's not country but sounds like that in here so then I learned like the basics with him then I changed for a teacher that liked rock a little more so he he taught me some other stuff that made more sense to me and then I changed again and again till I had a an actual teacher that liked metal uh, in the area. So I could learn some uh, double bass and some other stuff. And nowadays I keep doing classes actually, but not for metal then. Um, trying something outside of metal to see if it helps me play metal uh, a little bit better. You know, uh, there's, you get to a certain point that you feel like, okay, I feel I feel like I'm stuck now. I need to have classes to, to do something differently and try to incorporate. Otherwise it's always gonna sound like this. Try, always trying to uh, make the next album better than the one before. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so, cool to keep, well, idea. that's part of the fun of being a musician is to keep evolving your sound, you know, and keep, I think we're all on some kind of a path of that way if we're actively pursuing it, you know, and so you're doing other genres, right? You're, you're playing other styles right now that, uh, that aren't metal. That, that's, that's cool. Trying, trying to play. Trying to, I don't yeah. know if I'm succeeding, but I'm, but, but I'm trying. Yeah. You're tackling any jazz or? Oh no, no. I'm just learning. Like, um, how can I explain this uh, stuff in English? Damn. Uh, well, other things. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm learning some other tempos and. Uh, okay. Notations. Uh, yeah, I think 
it's in English, some other notations in, in on drums and not using my double bass at all times too. <laughs> but it's so much fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's an interesting thing that you brought up. Now, after you've been playing for a while, you kind of feel it's happened to me too, where I feel like I hit a, I feel like I'm doing the same thing all the time. I don't know if I actually am or not. You know what I mean? So the mixing it up, you know? Yeah. I don't, don't we all kind of have these plateaus? Yeah, I think everyone, every musician everyone. has to do that at some point, at right? At some point, you got to reinvent yourself. Yeah. yeah uh, I took my time analyzing my previous albums already. And like you start noticing, for example, oh, I think I use this kind of beat very much. Or I think I, I'm using this kind of feel uh, maybe too much or like for this album, it worked out. But if I keep using it, it's going to be just uh, it's going to be repetitive, repetitive. So mm -hmm. then it's time to like go and try something else because, you know, people don't want to listen to the same shit over and over forever. <laughs> <laughs> what what's your process when it comes to. I mean, I guess it really depends on the band, but I'm really curious from a drummer's perspective, like what are you most trying to do on, on a track? Like if you had to pick one specific thing that you're trying to convey through your playing or like, I know it depends on the song, but in general, is there anything just from a drummer's perspective? I think for every drummer, it's different. I mean, everyone is searching for a different thing and, uh, and everyone has a different goal in the end. But if I would say myself i think one of the things that i will always have in almost any tracks or almost any albums all the albums actually is blast beating because well i'm playing death metal uh, it's kind of very hard to not add blast beats to the <laughs> the entire thing you know sometimes i think <laughs> about it well i think it's been kind of too much but um yeah it's death metal whatever <laughs> i like it there's even that meme that, that there's like two sides of the road and there's a car going very fast to just one side. One of the sides is like living a normal, regular life and the other one is just blast beating all the way <laughs> on the car going to blast beat. Well, you know, you are the drummer and it is your band. So technically you can do that if you really want to. Right. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> you're driving it. You're the driving force behind that intensity that comes across in the music. You've got to, you've got to be able to keep up. I mean, that's, it, it takes a lot of uh, energy to keep that, you know, going over the course of like a, an album or a performance, you know, it does feel that way though. Luana, that sometimes the drummer doesn't get as much credit as they should for the amount of, <clears throat> excuse me, for the amount of energy that you have to put out. I mean, you're putting out well, a lot of energy there. Yeah, it depends on the drummer too, I would say. I think some drummers from most bands, most drummers are very underrated for the work that they're doing uh, mm -hmm. behind there. But also the guys that are like really good, I would say that they are more famous than the rest of the band then. Uh, uh, <laughs> like uh, Eloy Grande from Sepultura, everyone cares about him a lot, including me, and um, uh, Mario Duplantier from Gojira, too, like, he's he's famous by himself, like, Gojira is big, but if he would not play in Gojira, he would just be 
as big being a drummer. So yeah, uh, I, I do not play that much that uh, I would be <laughs> that famous, but I would say I'm getting I'm getting very very good recognition for what I'm doing already. <laughs> well, you know, it's usually famous people that get interviewed. Right. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> that's correct. What did that, well, what did that feel like when yeah. you started getting recognized for what you're doing? Um, very weird. Uh, I play weird. drums for, yeah, very weird. Uh, I play drums because I like, because it's just what I do. And, you know. I started without a reason and I kept doing it because it's nice. Uh, so kind of weird that you start to see, for example, um, 10 people around you that like it. And then it's like a hundred all of a sudden, and then it's a thousand. And then you have like a lot of followers and lots of people around the world are talking with you. Like where we are now here and random people. When I go to somewhere that, that likes metal in a country, come to me and you know they they know that i play in a certain band or what i'm doing it's kind of fucking crazy uh, especially because <laughs> you know I'm, I'm putting myself into the drums i'm practicing as much as i can and like trying to learn stuff but um i am not even half of what i would consider like uh my that my idols are or what they play so it, it, to me it's kind of fucking crazy that i got where i got playing what i play and uh, i still get recognition for it it's uh very very crazy and very lucky for me well yeah well, thank you I mean you have a great attitude oh me. yeah i was yeah. gonna say your well, idols you probably went through something similar i mean think about how every single person who's become famous playing music they were all unknown at some point there's always a curve yeah you know that that's right yeah especially the to me the like turning point that i realized that well, wait i think people are, are really watching me like i think people are lo really looking to what i'm doing now before it was after we played in rock and rio in brazil that we woke up all of us with like two or three k uh, of extra followers just Whoa. one day to another yeah that that never wow. even Insane. That, that never happened even close yeah that was when i realized all right uh my, i need to get better because um people are watching from close now <laughs> yes yeah, that's, that's you guys are blowing up yeah. really i mean crypto I, I was looking at the the amount of views that you've gotten on your content so people are definitely watching what you're doing well, that's awesome. I hope they keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> see. Yeah, the thing is, I'm like, it, I know wait, me freeze too. Say, me too. the void. <laughs> uh, the thing is, here's the thing, Luana. Okay. We talk over each other. We spent a lot of time talking over each other. So we have moments like that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to talk over you. So I'll give you a moment. He's I, like, I'm sorry I have to do this in front of you. This is what's happening here. Is it yeah, I'm I'm purposely trying to remain silent so I don't step over his toes because he gets, you know, well, he gets a certain way. He doesn't like it. So I'm trying to, you know, I'm being courteous, man. I really and plus as you have seen, his thought process and his questions are second to none. He's the best. This is why, you know, he does what he does. But uh I just enjoy watching you work, man. You did you're doing good. Uh, so anyway, about the star of the show. <laughs> Sorry. Back to the star of the show. No problem. 
did you did you have a specific vision like were you just like i want to be a musician as long as i'm playing i'm going to be good or is there a certain thing that you had in your mind like when this happens i'll know i've made it mm, i thought that uh, well i thought this when i was starting back then and then that, that i didn't have a band or anything i thought that well when i play in rock and rio i will be considered that i made it or when i play in vacan or when i do this and when i do that and when i get more than this certain amount of followers i will be probably doing really well and what has happened during this time is that after i played in rock and rio of course i realized that there was a ton of extra people watching me and stuff but um well that's uh, I still I, I didn't make it yet and then we confirmed that fucking and it, that's awesome but I still feel like we're not there yet and uh, you know every everything that you that is a goal for you and then you achieve you usually have like a 10 other goals after that and you never feel like you you got in that place that you thought it yeah you don't even know what is this place you know you just have the goals and when you achieve then you're probably gonna think on the next one and you never feel like you like you got it let's say mm. i don't know i think it's a it's a human thing to always do that it's not even a musician thing it's just you know when you start when you start to grow in what you're doing and you never feel like you like you're getting enough you know you know you always have bigger and bigger goals for example if i saw me playing now when i was just starting i was i was probably gonna think that i was doing uh, that i'm doing now everything that i wanted to play but right now looking at the way i play i see that i'm not even halfway the way i should be playing so it's, it's yeah really tricky i will always think that i'm far from playing what i want to or far from getting uh, uh where i want to and, and stuff even though i'm getting uh like awesome stuff all the time uh i will always uh, put more pressure to be better i mean that's great because the the more well the better you get the better like this part of mastery of an instrument even it's like you get to a certain point where you start recognizing the faults in your playing what i'm doing wrong yeah. or or that you see or you start understanding better like the range of players who are out there like you as you get better you start listening to other music and other musicians doing kind of your thing you're going oh i see levels to this and you exactly. have to get good to know how bad you are to get better anyway like it's all part of that process yeah exactly i i thought for example i was always like well when i learn how to play in that speed and do those kinds of feels, I will probably be great. Like that guy that I'm watching, you know, he's doing uh -huh. exactly that. And when I learn that, it will be just awesome. And then I, I learned like certain speeds and certain feels. And, and I'm like, dude, that's fucking nothing. I was so basic. That's so stupid. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> fucking fucked. And now I watch other guys doing other crazy shit. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm so, so far. <laughs> 10 years ahead, I will be just studying stuff. Well, I will say this, that attitude is why you're sitting where you are right now and we're talking to you because you oh always gosh. are trying to get better, right? <laughs> <a> coach. <laughs> you're always yeah, trying to get better. <laughs> it's like patting the back. Great. That was great. That's the best place to be sometimes is on oh, the couch. couch. Yeah, the couch. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a lot of it is your perspective too. Like there were, there was a time where I was really hard on myself. 
I don't know if you've ever been there. Like, oh, I need to be able to do this exactly like this until I get here and here and here. But it's like you realize it's a never ending process. Yep. Always learning and changing. So you don't really have to get upset about it or, you know, what have you. Yeah, no, I, I, would, I wouldn't think I get upset about it, but every time that I reach a goal, I realize that uh, it's all part of something that will take much, much longer than I thought. So, um, yeah, it's all just part of realizing that, you know, it's not that easy. <laughs> it's not like you're going to play fucking and like, oh, I, well, let's say it's like the end of a game and I want it. Uh, you realize that it's like an endless game where the journey never stops and if you just give up you go to fucking hell so uh yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh that is cool that you guys are gonna play that festival though it looks like one of the biggest like we're, as americans we had to like find out about it right we i mean i didn't even know it existed for a long Yay, time internet and then I, I see all the people yeah. that go to that thing and the crowd looks super cool and into it. And like the bands, the, it's like the awesome energy bands, yeah. awesome energy. Is that like it yeah. when it comes to music festivals in Europe? Uh, I would say Viking is the, the biggest. If it, it's not, I think it's a fact. It's, it's, it's the biggest. I don't know if it's uh, in, in the entire world world what a fucking tricky word yeah i mean uh, i hate world, world uh, yeah. yeah i don't know if it's uh everywhere or if it's uh just in europe but i know that it's one of the biggest and i uh, me and fernando never played there neither taina i think just one of our guitarists played there before but yeah it's uh pretty exciting that we got announced pretty exciting um Let's hope that we won't pass out out of anxiety in the <laughs> in the corner of the stage. How do you how do you uh, enjoy getting up on the stage in front of large crowds? Does it bother you? Does it matter? Uh, it depends on the festival, I guess. Uh, for example, there was a festival in Colombia that Nervosa played. It was called Rockel Parque. It was. Uh, gigantic uh really gigantic i think there was like uh 30 000 people watching wow. and we played it yeah we played at night there somehow <laughs> somehow <laughs> they put us in a, in a great spot and uh, i didn't know about that festival i didn't know that rockel Parque was a thing in colombia you know that was like their version of rock and rio and when we announced there i was just like okay are you going to colombia to make a gig and i thought it was just a small venue you know and we arrived in there and I was just like, hell no, this is ginormous. <laughs> Where am I going to? And then, yeah, when I got on stage, I, I was, I think, because um, I was like caught in that situation, uh, just there, I found out about it. It was fine. I, I didn't, I didn't feel bad because I just, uh, I was caught there. So I just kind of went with the thing and started playing and it was all good. But when we played in Rock in Rio, which is a, it's a thing that I know since I was really, really young and it's a big name in Brazil and uh, all your friends will be there. All your friends will be watching uh, people in my city because it's a small city. Everyone knows that I play drums. You know, I'm that girl, the, the one that wears black and plays drums, you know, <laughs> everyone was watching uh, Rock in Rio at home because everyone wanted to see that someone from here made it there, you know. 
So that was very, very, well, um, I was very anxious. I was kind of shaking on stage, yeah. And everyone was like, you look, you look so relaxed playing on the stage and stuff. I was just like this on stage. Oh, Jesus. You're like, yeah, <laughs> I, was. To it. I was completely relaxed. I, was I wasn't calm. nervous at all. You guys are right. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah, my mu- maybe relaxing the sense that my muscles weren't uh, working properly or responding to me as well. I was just like, yeah, I'm pretty relaxed. <laughs> my body just gave up. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, man. Uh, that live performance. Are are you missing that a lot? Are you guys gonna have the opportunity to go on and do that again pretty soon? Yeah, absolutely. Especially with Crypta, then you know. Um, well, since last time that I played with Nervosa to now that I released something with Crypta, I've gotten better in some ways. So I'm pretty excited to like put things on stage because I I didn't play live with the things that I learned yet. And uh, I feel like when I start to play live, the things that I learned back there to record the crypto album, I will be doing other things and I will be already like, Jesus, uh, but now I could be doing something else, but we need to promote the album. <laughs> I think it the album will be promoted so late that we will be wanting to play new songs probably already. So yeah, I hope we start soon and the album doesn't get to old before we start promoting it live that's been brought up a few times you know something just struck me before you go the one i do want to ask you about it you talked about where you are from there's not a lot of people that know about metal or that play metal and you were kind of like you said the the girl that wore black and played the drums which i find kind of interesting because now it's so (laughs) normal like for people to what what is that like i mean i mean i know that's kind of a broad question but it's just interesting to me the idea that no one really knows about what you're doing um i think i'm so used to it that i don't even know what to say about it Uh, i was born in this city and it's all just small cities around mine and uh there's a few metalheads but it's like some dudes and yeah it's just like you know three or four guys that i've known for my entire life and um yeah no one really understands here it's um it's a small city of uh, very regular people that like uh popular music you know so you always will get to be that uh that weird person that you know they don't understand why you're just wearing black or why you're playing such things on your instrument that no one understands more than it sounds like noises and uh, why you're wearing t-shirts that have some pretty crazy crazy demons uh, on it oh, and I stuff like about that. that yeah some of those metal yeah. t-shirts have some crazy stuff on the front of them so yeah. Probably like, yeah but uh, i think going on here? people people also got used to me uh with time you know uh at the beginning everyone was looking weird and um but everyone always knew that it was me you know the one doing kind of that kind of stuff was me but then i progressed and ended up you know people ended up knowing that uh well you play drums and you uh, do gigs here and there so yeah now everyone knows me uh, no one really understands why i do this or uh what is what is that i do this but uh 
people know that I am the one that plays drums and do this kind of shit. Even uh, in some funny situations, uh, after the Rock and Rio experience that I was on TV, that's why people got to know me. Uh, there was some stores that I went after going to Rock and Rio that people were like, oh, you're the one. You're the drummer that I heard about. My son likes your music very much. And then yeah, my son wants to take a picture with you very much. And then I just go back there to take a picture. Yeah. Oh, man. You met one of your biggest fans already. Huh? That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. When people start asking for your picture, you know, you, you know yeah, hey, you've... people know you. Yeah, the lady from the paper store. <laughs> how did you? How did you? What were you thinking when they're like, he he would look very much like to have a picture with you. Well, sometimes I ask myself why I have been here all the time. <laughs> I've been here before, you know. <laughs> but then good... I. <laughs> Yeah, I have been here even before you, maybe because I'm older. But uh, I, I get it. I get it. I I was just at home playing my stuff, and then suddenly, you know, suddenly I'm representing uh, girls that play metal in my country, which is uh, not very uh, common to see. So uh, I get it. I I sort of represent something when I'm when I suddenly appear on TV playing metal. And everyone is just like, yeah, on TV. And so, yeah, I kind of get I it sometimes. But it's weird. I do understand the reservation there. It's like, I, now you want a picture with me? I've been here the whole time, people. Yeah. I've been this cool I've the been, whole time, and now you want a picture with me? I wouldn't say this cool, but I've been buying paper <laughs> in this store since a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What in the world, man? That's great. <laughs> that's funny man that's stuff yeah i'm sure there's a lot of things that have come with 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 fame and being in a bigger band that you probably didn't expect right but yeah they come with many things <laughs> most things yeah. from the dragon coffee situation to feature <laughs> on the paper store and so many others <laughs> drums are really something in the background almost sometimes <laughs> that's funny well, thank you for being with us. We appreciate you being here. Thanks if for our, the invitation. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, if our beautiful listeners want to find you on social, how can they how can they find you? Uh, well, um, just search for my band, Crypto with C and with, uh, I don't know, that letter in English. <laughs> uh, y. Uh, y, yeah. Crypto with C and Y on social media and you will find us crypto Def. and uh, for my social media it's just one uh, uh, c cool awesome thank you awesome well folks you know where to find us and let me just uh, any well ryan any any other anything else you want to share with our beautiful listeners any other words of wisdom or thoughts you've got before i close this crypto out crypto rocks yeah yeah. <laughs> Luana speaks fantastic English. Oh, wow. Thank you. That's very pleasing to hear. <laughs> Love y'all, folks. Bye. <laughs>
Jet. 